ladies, welcome to the Created Woman Podcast, where faith meets fashion. This show is for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs, and of course, fashionistas. I want to help you discover your God-sized dream and purpose, because as Created Women, we are called to create for the good of others. So let's take the journey together. This is the Created Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. What's up, Creative Women? Today, I'm excited because the conversation I'm sharing today is one I could talk about all day long. I'm serious. My guest is Dana Maloof, who is my pastor right here in Austin, Texas, and she joined me to talk about leading inside and outside the church, especially in our home. As Coast Pastor alongside her husband, Ryan, it is one of their core messages and the foundation of the church to empower their staff and congregation to go after their dreams and realize their purpose. Something I've rarely seen churches do, but what's great about Dana's story is that she also shares how her daughter has taken the message of going into the world all the way to Hollywood at a very young age. Dana shares that journey with us and so much more. But first, I want to take a moment to encourage all of our listeners who are entrepreneurs or in the workplace. Dana's story about her daughter is such a special reminder that we are all in the ministry, no matter if it's inside the church walls or not. The last thing Jesus said was to go into the world and make disciples. And as Christ followers, we are able to do just that by going into the workplace or creating new programs or products and working with people from all different backgrounds that are unlike our own. And I know personally from being in the ministry for a long time, both inside and outside of the church, that sometimes it seems like we have two boxes, one for work and one for our faith. But I want to encourage you that our work and our faith are the same. God has given each of us a unique purpose, and through that purpose, we are to point people to Jesus, whether it be through our craft that we do with excellence or through our relationships. But no matter what, we are all in the ministry and are commissioned to go. So wherever your go is, it's valued and is making an eternal difference in someone's life today. Well, today you're in for a real treat with my friend and pastor Dana. So let's get to the show. Welcome to the show, Dana. Thank you. <laughs> we'll just giggle through it. It's okay. <laughs> We've been giggling for the last hour before yes. the show even started. Yeah. So. so now I know exactly what we're going to talk about. Yes. <laughs> we just got to recap everybody. We're going to recap the last hour. That's amazing. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Okay. So let's just get started. Why don't you just introduce yourself? My name's Dana Maloof, and my <laughs> husband and I are pastors for the brand new Church City Reach yes. Church right here in Cedar Park, Texas. Well, and you're my pastors, so I know yes. you because I've been going, my family and I have been yes. your church, church for five years. From when we were in a little elementary yeah. school with carpeted walls, yeah, smelling awesome. We would Febreze that sucker <laughs> every Sunday. When you actually could go to a church yes. uh, at a school, yes, which now they, they don't allow anymore. Don't but allow. Yeah. So thank mm-hmm. God you got a building now. Praise the Lord. But I always remember how long we've been going to church with you guys because I was pregnant with Hope. Yes, you were. And the cutest pregnant lady. 
And you would um, sit in the back and you guys would be so cute. And we'd be like, who are those darling people? I did not talk in. a lot back then because I was miserable. I might have looked cute, but by the time I got to church, all my energy had been spent in getting spent dressed. Getting your first done. child out the door. <laughs> That's right. To go to church. That's right. So by the time I got to church, I'm like, I just need a seat. Yes. <laughs> just sit me here. <laughs> just sit me here. With the Febreze <laughs> smelling room yes. and the carpeted walls. Yeah. That's right. But it was the summer and y'all had just launched that February. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's been a journey, and that's one of the reasons why you're here today is because yep. really and truly, y'all yeah. are one of the first pastors that talk a lot about purpose yeah. and dreams. Like, I've never, like, I've read books on it, and that's yeah. what we are for Created Women, but it's like almost every sermon yeah. when we, that we hear um, from Expression Now City Reach, yep. it's about finding your purpose and right. God has a purpose and right. dreams and right. all the things. And it's so amazing. And I yeah. tell you, that's a big reason why we were like, this is our church. But where did that come from? Cause I feel like that from the Bible, God, <laughs> just, you know, kind of, kind of from there, kind the of Bible there. says, you know, yeah. like he talks a lot about scripture, how we're all uniquely made and yes. everybody has a, an expression mm-hmm. that God has placed in them and yeah. everything's different. And I think, what stops people mm-hmm. and maybe people in le- leadership from allowing other people to, yeah. to really walk out their passion and streams is just pride, really, because yeah. some people do want to know it all and yeah. do want to be the leader of everything, which is great. But my husband and I, we just decided we really are not the smartest people <laughs> in the room on everything. Yeah. There's so many really smart people who mm-hmm. have such amazing talents and gifts. And yeah. if they can run in that area, then they should, how yeah. can we champion that? That's how we wanted to build a church. Was yeah. And I think that's people. what's so special and what I was being like, how, where did that come from? Because you don't yeah. see that in a lot of leadership. I think yeah. you do see it once you start looking for yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. You know, I love like Craig Gushell talks yes. about leadership yes. all the time. Yes. I love yes. his leadership podcast and all the things. And so once you start looking for it, it's mm-hmm. there, but it's not the norm. I think right. it might be coming. I think people yeah. are for whatever reason, you see a, a yes. season change. Yes. yes. Um, whereas before, if you were in ministry, that meant you were in the church. And that's just yeah. not how. No, I mean, I, we just always, you know, looking at the church, when you look at the church as a whole from mm-hmm. the New Testament, speaking like from the Bible, yeah. and you just see how God, Jesus like was everywhere. Yeah. And he had dinner with the tax collector, tax collectors and the prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. And he was over here doing this with that person. And then he was like releasing these people to go over here because he couldn't make it over there. Yeah. And we thought, well, why, why would we do it any different than what Jesus did it? I mean, really, we're pretty simple. You know, mm-hmm. we used to, we, we always say at church, we're about Jesus and people. That's it. I think, yeah, it's just the simplicity of the gospel really is releasing leaders to lead Mm -hmm. and fulfill, you know, when God says he knit you together in his womb and he knows he has plans and purposes for you, your plans and purposes are different than my plans and purposes. So why would I try to fit you into my plans and purposes Mm. when you can walk out your plans and purposes so much better than I could? I could talk about that all day long. Yeah, me too. Like all day. Yeah, me too. So then when you come across, I think this is just for listeners, yeah. like people get stuck on purpose. Yes. They get stuck. Yeah. yeah. And really they're only, I say all the time, our, all of our purpose is to point people to Jesus. People yeah. get stuck on the how. Yeah. So when you're talking to people in your congregation yeah. or you're leading from the yeah, stage, sure. what is like the core message that you feel like this is 
how, how you walk that out. You know, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a verse, Proverbs 19.21. says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think it's just encouraging people to walk with an open hand because we have lots of plans, lots of ideas, yeah. lots of fun things that we want to do, ideas we have for our families, for our children, for life, the way, we, <laughs> the way that we view through certain lenses yeah. that we think things should happen. Um, but often, if we get stuck behind those, yeah. then those are just the plans that right. we are constructing. And we're forgetting that God has a purpose that could be different mm-hmm. than our plan, right? Yeah. Because plans and purposes can coincide together, but in the end, you have to be willing to let God's purpose prevail above all. And so, you know, I think it's learning to trust, really it's trust and faith in Jesus when it comes Mm -hmm. right down to it. I'm a really simple person. I kind of just settled a really long time ago that um, my husband and I, 25 years ago, decided uh, when we met that we were just always going to say yes to Jesus, no matter what, mm-hmm. even if we couldn't understand it, even if it didn't make sense, even if it wasn't how we pictured. And we, it's a continual thing that you have to remind yourself yeah. because otherwise you get stuck in your plans and forget that his yeah. purpose might be different than your plans. Right? A routine. A routine. And you put timelines on things and mm-hmm. you put structure around things. And God is such a huge God that he loves us enough to be like, oh, you're so cute. I know, right? That you're doing that. I know, I know. But really, if you could just look up, I have a purpose yeah. over here that's so much bigger. And I just really said in my heart that if I'm going to follow God's purpose for mm. my life, he's never let anyone down in history and he's not going to mm. start with me. Yeah. So it's kind of been a life mantra for me. That's um, good. I'm a fairly positive person. And people, um, thank you to my parents because that yeah. was their viewpoint on life. And, but I just, I'm so practical that I'm like, what's the alternative mm-hmm. to be miserable? Like yeah. so many bad things do happen in the world and everything. So yeah. you have to choose purpose and you have to choose the right yeah. attitude and you have to choose all these things. And it doesn't negate that other feelings are real and that all these things happen. But if you stick to God has never let anyone down in the history of the world yeah. and he's not going to start with me, all of a sudden that's your baseline. Mm-hmm. And if you can set your baseline in life, then you have something solid to stand on that's going to keep launching you into your next day. So yeah. whether you have to tell yourself that 50 times a day or 50 times an hour, you know, just yeah. God's not going to let me down. I know the circumstance situation right now looks as though my plan Mm -hmm. is not going according to what I thought his purpose was for my life. God's never let anyone down. I mean, and then just rehearsing, rehearsing everything in the Bible and different stories where God has never let people down from the beginning of time. I mean, sometimes in my life, you know, you, you face difficult things. That's right. And I would go back to Adam and Eve and I would be like, start from Genesis, (laughs) rolling through the Bible, reminding myself out loud. Yeah, that God's plans never change for me. It's true because I can do that. I I love talking about purpose and dreams, but I also set my plans. And I think by September, I want this is my goal, which I think is fine. You have your plan. Because if you don't have a plan, then you'll just kind of wander around. Oh, it says people without vision perish. That's right. Right. But to be open-handed to say, well, that was my plan, but you are better. And I've just started praying lately 
maybe this past year, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but you do. So I'm yes. okay with that. Yes. Especially during COVID and all yes. the things like, I don't know what's happening. Right. But you do. Right. No. And I think that's it. It's, it's aligning your plans with his purpose. Yeah. So I think, um, we, that's the, like the, it's a little step, mm-hmm. but that, that's where people can, it's like a compass line. You like, yeah. When you're running a compass line, you know, long compass lines from the start to finish. Mm-hmm. If your compass isn't exactly set mm-hmm. by one degree, you'll, yeah. by the time you get to the end of the compass line, you're like, wait, how did I even get here? Yeah. Right. So sometimes we can be so focused on the plan yes. that we forget just that one thing to submit then the plan to the purpose of God. Yeah. Right. So y'all planted a church. Yes, we did. Y'all, as you hear that y'all, up in Texas. That's very Texas. Very Texas. <laughs> When I say y'all, you, your husband, and yep. you have two kids. Two kids, Emma and Jack, 17 and 14 now. Which yep. I've never met any kids like them before. Still haven't. <laughs> when they came on the scene, I was like, those kids are different. Still have not seen any kids like them uh, at all. They're and pretty so precious. They are. And so, and I want to ask you about, yeah. you know, later about kids yeah. and purpose, because yeah. I have littles and so many yeah. people do. But you picked up from Seattle because yes, God put, gave you a different plan, a yeah. different purpose. Yeah. So when you're in, and not everyone's going to be called a pick up no, and leave and go no. do a church plant. But no. in the same sense, you knew that a shift was coming. Mm-hmm. So just, I want to hear about that. Well, you know, I think in life, you can always sense when shifts are coming. Mm-hmm. And it's in those moments where you either focus on your plan for the mm-hmm. shift or God's purpose for the shift. And we just decided that, you know, okay, we were going to live our life with open hands. and you know, it says God, you know, man plans his way, but God directs yeah. your steps. God called us to plant a church. We were like, we never thought we would leave Seattle ever. We were mm. happy. There's no greener pastures. We were like, we're in the best church ever in yeah. the whole life, the vision, and we're moving forward and we're reaching people. And then all of a sudden God asks you to do crazy things. And, yeah. and it goes back to, do you really believe that God's in charge of your life for everything? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, we made the leap and, and we moved to Austin. And we started Expression Church, and about three years in, we were in the elementary school, mm-hmm. and about we started in our house in our living room, which was hysterical. <laughs> our very first service, my uh, daughter gave the offering. She was ten at the time, <laughs> and my son like said the salvation prayer. Ryan Aww. preached a message, and I sat on the couch, you know. And Wheeler like facetiming in some people from Seattle. It was amazing. That's awesome. And uh, I think we played a worship, you know, on a phone or something. Yes. It was, it was really, and we were all in our pajamas, like real life. You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> Talk about small beginnings, small right? You be- go from all of that oh, yeah. in Seattle I to know. like, oh, yeah. we go our- from like 10,000 member church to, oh, there's the four of us sitting in yes. our pajamas in our living room. But isn't that how it goes anyway? Like, Yes. I think that's even the hard part sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you're living this thing, whatever yes. that thing is, yes. and then God tells you to do something different. So you expect it to be at the same level. At the same level. But you are have to start over so no. many times. Yes. Because starting, God yeah. has that the plan that you were on, uh-huh. the plan changed. The purpose doesn't change, but the plans. I like to look at it like yeah. vehicles in your life. Mm-hmm. So like the purpose of God is always the same for you. So, but how you get there. Different. can change. So you might start on a bicycle, move to a four-door sedan, yeah. hop off the sedan, get on a speedboat, hop off the speedboat, so and go back to a tricycle. And then from the tricycle, you go to a Ferrari, 
and from a Ferrari. Like Ferrari. To, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it just, yeah. the vehicle. Well, what, one of the things that I say all the time that we say is yeah. your purpose in life will never change, no. but your strategy will constantly, constantly change. And as if you embrace that, yes, then uh, if you embrace it, you're in for a wild ride, you first are. of all, because then it's a lot more fun. It is from, for, <laughs> for free rolling personalities. It's, it's awesome. Fun. Yes. People that are very, maybe like yes. Hoyts, they're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Are we doing that? <laughs> yes. But it, that's Which what, is why they have people like us in their lives. Right. And why we also have them. <laughs> that's right. Because they're like, have we really heard from God? Yes. You know? They're like, maybe next year, yes. honey, on that. Maybe yes. next year. Exactly. Yeah. They bring balance, <laughs> they which do. we all need. Yes. But yes, so we started and then we ended up in a, grew out of our house and into a elementary school. From an yeah. elementary school, we were looking for, obviously, maybe some place more permanent, and the mm-hmm. Lord brought us out of the blue, an amazing church that was looking to transition, and mm-hmm. they decided to give us their building, which was- It was so incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, you were there. That's it was, unheard of. No, it's unheard of. And debt-free, money in the bank, and they heard from God and wanted to get behind- another church that was moving forward. And so God bless Church of the Hills, who, yeah. who, who has had such a presence here in the city. And so this is a 20-year-old church 20 year old that decided, church. Yeah. hey, God said, we're supposed to give this to you yes. and get in line with you. Yeah, it really, it was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the most humble, honoring people ever. Yeah. And so Expression Church moved into there. And Ryan and I, for three years, have you know we were growing expression church yeah. right there in great building and things were happening and then but for years the lord has always told us life would be different for us mm. and has that been easy to accept you know when i was in my 20s i actually did like things more ducks in mm-hmm. a row mm-hmm. but really when when god first called me into ministry he was like okay this you almost like a choice like here's here's my purposes for you but mm-hmm. you still get a choice because we still have freedom mm-hmm. of choice right. free will like we're not puppets on a string mm-hmm. you know we can god's gonna bless what you choose even if it's not according to exactly the way yeah. that he wanted at least no. you tried yes <laughs> and so he was like i you know i this i'm calling you into ministry and i was like i don't even know what that is i wanted to be a, a weather woman on tv and so so He's. I like, could see you doing that. Yeah, I wanted to announce the weather, so he just was basically gave me a picture of this really wildly crazy painted house that was like this beautiful array of things. Or I could have this beautiful white picket fence house, which was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Both options are fabulous for you. Oh, which wow. one do you want to choose?" And I was like, "I'm going on the adventure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's paint wildly, people." <laughs> And so we all, we always knew life was going to yeah. be an adventure and it definitely has when you follow Jesus. Life yeah. is such a fun it adventure. It really does. I mean, yeah. I feel like we, as Christians, you can get stuck into yes. the routine, yes. the religion, yes. the study that yes. you forget that there's a world out oh, there that God wants yes. you. There's a reason you're here. Like yes. and I always say, God didn't die on the cross just so you could wait for the rapture. <laughs> no, because there's people, so much fun. There's people. Oh yeah, purpose. Yes. I mean, people are our purpose. That's and right. So that's why we actually do what we do. Yeah, is because yeah. people are our purpose. But anyway, yeah. So we, we, when we've been, you know, in the building three years, and then COVID, COVID came, 
And this is the story that I think is so interesting. <laughs> COVID, happened. COVID happened. COVID happened. Yes. But such a story of leadership came out for you guys. Yeah. That is not seen yeah. or heard of yeah. very often. Yeah. And I'm sure that's happened. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably, as you go along, will people are like, that happened to us. That yes. happened to us. But yes. this is the story that I love. And I want you to share yes. that during COVID, everything shut down. But God yes. wasn't on pause. And no, that God's was to, never, on, never pause. on pause. His purposes are never on pause. Yes. He's always out to yeah. reach people. So we did what a lot of churches did. We went online mm-hmm. and we went from no online presence to like, oh my gosh, we got to catch up, <laughs> you know, all of those things. And then about a few months into COVID, we were friends, um, have been friends for seven years with some other, another pastor in the city, Pastor Chris Gilkey from Reach mm-hmm. Church. Mm-hmm. and. For seven years, actually, uh, we have all talked about, wouldn't it be crazy if we could someday do this together? Yeah. Because we have similar DNAs, similar culture, vision, everything like that. And for seven years, we, the Lord just has never let us go past that first conversation yeah. of, wouldn't this be fun? All we could say was- Did you was, have a vision for it? Or was it no, just like, No, we couldn't even cool. see a vision. Yeah. We just thought, wouldn't this be, like, who, do, who does that? This would be so yeah. fun. Um, but we couldn't figure out how it would work. And honestly, you know, and that's how you know it's the Lord like putting a stop when you mm. can't see past the first statement. So we just, you know, you just lay it down. And but a couple months into COVID, um, we brought up the conversation came up again. And it was like all of a sudden the Lord was like, Yep, now's my timing. And the floodgates opened. And we started having serious conversations about what. What would this look like if we did do this together? Yeah. And we met with some really smart people who are way smarter than us. And they gave us really good sound counsel and wisdom Mm -hmm. on when you start something new. It's not bringing the ideas of each side. It's if you're creating a new thing, you're creating a new thing. Mm. And what it took was it was a really fun thing to watch my husband and Pastor Chris laid down everything that they had built. Reach had been here. Both almost, lead pastors both of their lead own pastors church. of and of thriving churches. Right. No one was hurting. That's right. No one. That's important to yes. say. No, it wasn't neither no, one was a dying church. We they did were not, thriving. We did not need each other yeah. for specific things or, you know, because one was hurting and one was strong. Spiritually, we, people yeah, or financially. Every, everything, all, everything everything was set. Everything yeah. was set. And we just my husband and and Pastor Chris went away for about four days and laid everything out on the table and said, okay, God, what if you're calling us to do this, then what's yeah. the new? And God was amazing with so much humility, mm-hmm. and they left pride at the door. And both men laid down every vision and everything that they had held dear mm. and said, okay, if we're going to start, God, if you're really calling us to start something new, then we're going to pick up whatever the new thing is together and run mm. for it. And it's really, God gave us a, you know, people talk about building a book of Acts church, mm. you know, and everything like that. And we thought, well, let's go ahead and run with it. And yeah. so we did, and we kept it under the table because it was COVID for a while. <laughs> and then we were like, well, but if, didn't that give you the time? Because I feel like COVID, it if you gave us it, time to work it out. The process, the behind yes. the scenes. We yes. would have, this actually would have been very difficult if we mm-hmm. would have all been in buildings, in our own buildings. It's true. Know? And then we brought it to a couple of our key staff. We had a, a meeting mm-hmm. under the demise of, 
hey, what if this other church decided to use our building because they were paying their rent and we're like, you know. We own the building. We yeah. own the building. People could just use the building for free, you know. And we had a meeting like that, and it was actually my husband's sister who was like, this is so complicated. Why are we talking about trying to coexist under one roof when we could coexist? Could we start something new and be something new? And after that, we knew it was just the Holy Spirit yeah. because people started see the vision, seeing the vision of it without us even mentioning yeah. it. And so, yeah, it was crazy, but honestly, it's been a journey of... Yeah. Knowing your purpose, you have mm-hmm. to have that. Like you, it's like vision. Without vision, people perish. Right. You have to know your purpose. Our ultimate goal is to see people saved. Yeah. So, does that? If that is our ultimate goal in life, then why are we holding on to the way we're going to get there? Yeah. Right. There's. Yeah. Uh, so we, our slogan is better together, and mm-hmm. we really are better together in yeah. absolutely every sense of the means and the word and. Their staff and our staff, I mean, where they were lacking, we had people in place. And where we were lacking, they had people in place. And it was like, we created this brand new, beautiful thing. But the the most beautiful thing is really nobody came in with an agenda. They laid down all pride on, operated Mm -hmm. in such humility, knowing that our purpose was to see people saved. I love that. I think it's such a testimony of leadership, no matter your church, business, whatever type of leadership to say, it's not about me. No. I might be the visionary or the one that God said, build this, but it's really not about me. No. So what's next? Yes. That's it. Yeah. What seat on the bus can I take? Yeah. And that's really, we had a plan. Mm -hmm. We thought we were you know, from beginning, from when we left Seattle. Well, that was the plan. Yeah, we were. For that season. Our plan for that season. Yeah. Was to build expression church. But isn't that interesting that people stick to that one plan the yes. rest of their life? Right. Where God is like, yes, that was the plan to get you. Because he had to give for us the plan. Years. <laughs> yes. To get us here. Right. Because he knew this was down the line for us. Mm-hmm. And that we. And who knows what's in the next five years? Oh, my goodness. All I know is it's going to be an adventure. I'm That's like, right. if these first years were this big of an adventure. Because in five years, two <laughs> churches merged with two churches. Yes. Basically. Yes. Not and basically. Literally. Yeah. And so it's. It is, it is amazing. So now we are called City Reach. And the crazy thing about that is, Pastor Chris, about when he met us um, seven years ago, we came from a church called City Church, now mm-hmm. called Church Home. And he loved the name City Church so much that he, at the time, seven years ago, bought all the domains for City, City Reach. Reach because he was like, that is, that's actually what we want to do. Yeah. We want to reach the cities. City. And he's like, Reach is okay, but we actually, it, the city yeah. before, that's what yeah. we want to do. And crazy enough, um, Ryan and I had seriously been thinking about changing the name of Expression Church because sometimes people don't really get it, you know? I don't understand that. Oh, that's another subject. <laughs> that's, that's I always got it. So when you're like, people don't get it, I'm like, what did they not get? It's expression. I know. <laughs> I know. So, so when Chris said, I have a name for us. <laughs> It's from your roots, where you came from, the city church, and then what God commanded us to reach the people, yeah, the vision. It. And we put, he goes, I bought it seven years ago. And he goes, I had no idea it would be. Wow. And we were like, yep, we just knew that is that our is name, it. City Reach. Yep. Yeah. So you can find us at cityreach.church. And yeah, we'll put all the links in the show. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So what I want people to hear too, yeah. that I think is so amazing about y'all and different, is that 
you really do live out that you're supposed to go into the world and live your purpose. And Mm -hmm. you have done that with your kids, specifically Emma. Yes. And so, because I think we can look at pastors a lot. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, they don't know how it is in the real world, quote unquote. You're like, (laughs) no, you do. Right. 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 You know, yeah, it is great. You know, God has to work things out in you before you can ever even be used to work it out in other people, right? And So so you've been preaching this like, you're supposed to go live your purpose, live yes, your purpose. And yes. then all of a sudden your 14 year old says, yes. Hey mom and dad, I'm supposed to live my purpose. Yes. Hey friends, I just want to pop in real quick and let you know, we have a giveaway going on. Yep. One like a girl will win a two month subscription to our faith in fashion box, a value of $50 for free. The contest starts today, October 21st through October 31st. And get this, you can enter more than once. So go check out our Facebook or Instagram for details and good luck. We, before we even had kids, we just knew, okay, we didn't want to put any strings attached to them. Yeah. And then I had my Emma first. And when she was three, she was very different than I was. She loved wanted to wear princess dresses, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who, who does that? <laughs> you know, like, what is happening in life? No, you cannot wear that outside the house. We have to have a nice bow in our hair. We got to be presentable. And no you, crown you know, for you. No crown. You know, I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? And <clears throat> really, she just was just dramatic and everything and always in the arts. And, and when she was three, the Lord like kind of hockey checked me and said, she's not supposed to be you. Mm. She was created to be who I created her to be. Stop making her like you. She'll, she'll die if you try to make her like you. So you fast forward through life. So we've done a lot of things with her where I'm like, Oh God, we did pageants. Lord help me. I'm like the least pageant mom in the world. But, but here again, I'm like, okay, I can do this if I know my purpose. Yeah. My purpose was to come alongside all the other moms who are crazy out there and be like, it's okay. Your daughter's amazing. You can do this. You're such a great mom. You know, so I had to create purpose for me in situations where you felt uncomfortable out of my comfort zone. So anyway, we fast forward. And since she was like three, she always wanted to go to Hollywood. And she's always said, I'm going to move to, I'm going to, I'm going to move to Hollywood, mom. And we're like, yeah, that's so nice. (laughs) And then we moved to Austin and she's been pushing it. We moved when she was 10. And probably when she was about 12 or 13, probably 13, she really started pushing it. And she was a dancer and and not just a dancer. She danced, yeah, like ballet. Oh, ballet, but I want to pit, put a pin in that because I remember the story <laughs> you told me. You brought her to New York to try out for the New York Ballet yes, Junior yes. as like great to have a good experience. Yes. But then she made it. Yes. She and, made the New York City and, Junior Ballet Yeah, company. And then we had to, yeah, for their summer intensive. And then we had, we didn't end up going or anything yeah. like that because we're like, oh yeah, no, we're not going to do that quite yeah. yet. We didn't expect, you didn't no, expect her to get it, no, I but never, she's that good. So we can say, yeah, she's, she just was, to give people a reference. Yeah. She's one of those kids that just succeeds at everything. I'm always like, gosh, it really must be a horrible life to be so talented. Yes. So many, very talented. If I could just have one of those talents, but mm-hmm. anyway. Wait, so she was like pushing, pushing, and like all of a sudden one day in the car, I thought I'm gonna play devil's advocate. She's like, Mom, I need to get an agent. I need to go to LA. And I'm like, wait, we're starting a church in Austin. 
LA is not in the picture. And so I started playing devil's advocate for her and telling her it's not about the dresses. It's not about, you know, my practical mind. I'm like, if you're going to LA and you want to go there because you want to walk the red carpets and wear a nice dress and like, yeah. have pictures taken of you, you know, like the instant selfies of this yeah. generation. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is not what this world is about. And all of a sudden she started weeping in the front seat. I'm like, oops, bad parenting moment. <laughs> Made my kid cry, you know. She's weeping and she goes, no, mom, it's not about that. It's about the people. And she started just talking and talking and talking she's about- She's 14. She's, well, at this time she was 13. And she's weeping. She goes, at night I weep, 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 weep over. And she starts naming all these people. And we're not even big TV watchers or movie watchers. And she's mm. naming all these people and- in Hollywood. And I was like, oh, maybe there's something wow. more to this. And it was like when God called my, us as a family here mm-hmm. to Austin, we wept over this city. Mm. And it was like, God was like, uh, she's weeping wow. over the, her, her purpose in life, right? Mm. Her, what her calling is. So anyway, fast forward, I was like, I don't even know what to do with that. Put that on the shelf, yeah. you know? And then she just kept asking and asking and crazy long story. We don't really share this with a lot of people, but obviously it's going down. Yeah, no. Well, there's because you have a microphone on you. <laughs> there's a mic- because um, it, it is, it's a crazy journey and you know, there's yeah. what's right for one family is not right for another family sure. and all of that. But one day I was just like when she was 14, then I was driving my son to school and I just heard the Lord say, take him at a coffee. And we thought we had just gotten the building. And so I thought maybe our poor children are being neglected. They need some parent time. So I was like, okay. So I picked up Emma. We went to just our little local coffee shop Mm -hmm. and there we were. And my husband was with us. And as we went to exit the coffee shop, we just talked. I literally thought it was just for whatever. And um, we exited the coffee shop and lo and behold, out the door swings open behind us and there's this darling little French lady holding a baby and she points her finger at Emma and goes, do you want to be an actress? Mm, I just got chills. And I was like, we all stood there like, wait, this is a very odd. <laughs> so, so odd. Like, why is this person even talking to us and why did they follow us out the door? And Emma's like looking at me like stranger danger. Do I talk to this yeah. person? You know, and I like kind of nodded at Emma like, it's okay. Yeah. And so this lady points at her again and she goes, do you want to be an actress? And we were like, and Emma's like, yeah, I do want to be an actress. And the lady was like, "Uh, well, she goes, I, I was sitting there and the Lord came out and told me you're going to be a great and mighty actress for the glory of God Mm. in Hollywood. Get ready. You're going. And I don't say that because I believe my child's, you know, going to be the next greatest thing or whatever. Yeah. I say that to say that in your purposes in life, your mm-hmm. children's destinies are different yeah. than yours. And you can't always predict or plan mm. the way that you think life is going to go. And in that moment, that was not a word for her because she already knew her wow. destiny. That was for my husband and I, for the Lord was like, I've been trying to tell you this. So now it's time to get on board. But we're like, what do we, what do you what do? do, you do Call with up that? someone and be like, hi. <laughs> We're thinking, the way, about, we're thinking about coming to Hollywood. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Hollywood. So we got a word from the Lord. Like, there's I know. The- <laughs> so weird. Like, yeah. just weird, right? Yeah. Weird. And that's why we don't really say a lot. And anyway, I was like, okay, God, if this is you, then you're going to 
I'm not pushing open one door. First of all, I don't even know. No, what doors? What door would you even pursue? So, um, so I just like said, okay, you're got to do it. Well, of course, then a month later, out of the most random blue, not random blue to Jesus because mm. he had it all worked out. Somebody called us, had been following Emma on Instagram and friend of a friend was like, hey, I have a manager who's out there. She's been following Emma. She doesn't date kids. Wanted to see if you'd have a meeting. And I was like, really, Lord? Really? <laughs> we are trying to plant a church yes. in Austin. I don't have time for this. And but, she's 14. And she's 14 and everything. But so fast forward, more and more stories like that, like that, mm-hmm. like that. And we ended up, there's so many stories yeah. to it, but we ended up. You're going to um, have to write a book about this I'm, or Emma is or something. One day. About one day. how to follow. Hopefully it's all journaled at least. <laughs> yeah, one day we will, because it's just the, the testimonies are amazing. and. Here, the fact is, the, the point is not whether or not she's going to be an actress or yeah. that's not really the point. The right. point is just saying yes to Jesus. Yes. And when I realized and that. And just so everybody knows, she's not in Hollywood at 14 by herself. No, my okay, parents just- <laughs> actually moved to LA, which is part of this miracle story yeah. too, to be with her. And so, yeah, so she moved there and basically has been there since she's been 15. With your parents, but with you my go parents, all I go, the time. Mm, I go back and forth, and it's been a journey for her. And see, that's the beautiful thing about plans and purposes. You know, mm-hmm. at fifteen, her plan was like, "This is what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm going to be this and do that, and like all these different things." And it's a process, yeah. right? And and so, it's just been a beautiful story to mm-hmm. watch my child walk through her process mm-hmm. and understanding God's purpose for her life and learning wow the depth of character it's going to take to accomplish this purpose and that what you go for, for one thing, you're intending one thing, God, like we thought we were starting Expression Church and here we are. We've now started another (laughs) new church, you know, City Reach. And the same thing with her, you know, you think you're going for one, one reason, yet God says, oh no, there's way more to this picture if you'll just trust me. Yeah. And so it's been a fun and exciting journey. Yeah. And I think, though, what's so cool as you talk about that, like people might think, oh my gosh, you know, what a young girl to do that. Yeah. But I think the deeper part of that is, no, at 14, she was already hearing the voice of the Lord. No. And that's so, like, that's okay. a testament to parenting and, well, and all of that because that doesn't happen yeah. very often. Two things on that. We, the Lord spoke to us when, they were younger and to just raise them up to hear the voice of mm-hmm. God because we're not always going to be there. And, you know, you because mm-hmm. you think, oh, I have till they're 18. No. But really, when they were young, we just felt, you know, God really impressing on us, teach them to listen to me mm-hmm. because of for their future. Because, and, and, and we're so glad we did that because I'm, we're not going to be there for our kids. And yeah. our kids in America, we, are so protective of our children yeah. and everything. And, you know, we, yeah. we decide for them. And right. we just started practicing the rule of, like, if they would have a question or wonder about something, we'd be like, well, did you ask Jesus first? Mm-hmm. See, I've heard y'all say that, and I've started doing that with Hadley a little bit yeah. now at nine. I've all, I, yeah. Since then, I think I heard it when I was pregnant with Hope. You yeah. first say, pray that they hear the voice of the Lord at mm-hmm. an early age. And yeah. so I've been every night, pray, yeah. as I pray with them, laying hands on them, yeah. That's what I pray over yeah, them. Yeah. And I've just started the last year saying, well, Hadley, did you ask Jesus? Yeah. 
Because <laughs> we train them to ask yes. us first, right? Yes. When actually that's not really... It's not our job. That's not our job. Yeah. So from a young age, we were pushing our kids to ask the Lord mm-hmm. first and then... It takes a lot of responsibility off of you too, as yeah. far as having to make the right decision. Right. Because you might know it, but when they know it too... It's a totally different totally ballgame different. because yeah. now they're operating in the authority that, yeah. that oh, I heard from God. And us, obviously, us as parents, we're going to be yeah. confirmation or yeah. be like, that wasn't oh, yeah, the no, Lord. I don't think you heard that right. <laughs> yeah. You know, he did not say go to Target and buy a new. <laughs> right. Right. And that's why when Emma kept saying, I know I'm supposed to go to LA, I know mm-hmm. I'm supposed I was like, I know, I don't <laughs> think that's right. And that's why it took the Lord basically. Yeah. Sending somebody to be Which like, Which is good. Hello. I mean, with something big like that, a confirmation. And we had Come several on. more confirmations of different things right after that. It's just the craziest yeah. journey, and I don't share it all because it's just yeah. insane. You just how, let us know when the book comes how out. How okay. it started. Yes, but then I also... I with, think you'll have a book with lots of stories about finding purpose and <laughs> the adventure. Purpose. Like, It's not just going to be about one no. thing. Like, Who knows what happens with Jack? Like, Jack's going to be another one. Like, you're going to... He's 14 right now, and he's all We're up like, in please his... don't have big plans right now. I know. <laughs> I know. Please, Lord. But I just remember God spoke to me so, so clearly because I was crying one day thinking, Emma's never coming back. She's only 15 now. I'm like, I, I thought I had her until she was at least 18. And then COVID. And then, yeah, and COVID, she got to come home during COVID. But the Lord just spoke so clearly about, hey, you know, because I was worried too. I was like, Lord, LA, like, yeah, big, scary, crazy, like, what's going on? You know, this is my baby, like mm-hmm. my most precious treasures yeah. that I've just given up to this. And, and he just really spoke and reminded me that if he could entrust his son to a child, mm. then don't you think he could entrust his son to be wow. like birthed through a child again? Yeah. And I, that's all it took for me. I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Like your plans and purposes so are cool, so much bigger. Also, I think when, when you say yes, and yeah. that's a great example, is when she got there, not only were your parents there, but the church that you came from yes. had a church plant across the street from her apartment. Oh, yeah. We lived behind it. So there was, was community oh, across the street community. that you already knew. Yeah. No. And that's the orchestration I, of God. Yeah. That's the yeah. beautiful thing is God sets up things so yeah so she's serving at that church yeah. across the street mm-hmm. yeah or when she got there yeah. she was yeah so she yeah. was able to jump in and have community and yeah. not be in there by not herself. be a stranger no yeah, so it that. was yeah it's a beautiful it was a yeah. it's a beautiful orchestrated thing and you know who knows what god that's yeah. the thing who knows what god's plans are we just, we, you know, the Bible also says we, we hear in part, we see in part, mm. and we just have Why? to- Why? I know. Why? I want to see the whole plan. <laughs> Why? But we can't. I need to know it all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whether or not Emma ever makes yeah. it to anything, that is not right. really, that's not, yeah. that's not the thing that we're focused on. We're focused on, in the last two years, my kid yeah. grew more in Jesus and mm. created her own- unshakable, unshakable relationship with Jesus yeah. than she ever could have done here in Austin. And that's worth it all. Uh, that was worth it all. And, and now I'm like, yeah. maybe I should send Jack. <laughs> <laughs> maybe my 14-year-old son now, we're the yes. same age. I'm yes. like, okay. Nothing more brings you closer to Jesus than when you don't have mom and dad. <laughs> when you don't have mom and dad. <laughs> I'm like, now's your turn, son. You <laughs> yes. know? And I asked him, this is, and this is what I love about children. I asked him the other day, different personalities. I'm like, so you feeling like, do you feel like, you know, you, 
anything you're leaning towards, a purpose or something? And he goes, mm, nope. I'm like, okay, then. That's good. Nope. All right. We're good. I'm good. I'm going to go buy my dirt bike today. That's right. I'm going to hang out with my friends, mom. I'm like, oh, and that's great. a great purpose, that's too. That's a great purpose. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yes. yes. I love that. Okay. So. so just to wrap up, I think we've covered a lot. But yes. if somewhat, there's a lot that we just talked about. And yes. again, women, yes. not women, everyone can get yeah. stuck on purpose. So yeah. if there's that one last thought mm-hmm. that you just want to give people to understand the adventure that waits for them. Yeah. The adventure. That's so good. I think it just boils down to, you have to settle it in your heart. You just have mm-hmm. to let go and let God. I know I've people yeah. that's been a coined phrase forever, but <laughs> it really is. You just have to let yeah. go. If you can, you know, envision yourself. I was a psych major. Were you um, really? In college, yes. <laughs> I was a communication and a psych major. And if I think if you can just envision yourself with an open hand yeah, and, you know, open hands before God and, yeah. and really for your purpose, you're like, okay, here it is, Lord. You, I'm going to plan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set my direction, set my yeah. course. But if you have a different way That's to right. get to my purpose, my hand's open. I'm not going to hold on so too good. tightly. I love so. it. So normally, yeah, we're all about faith and fashion. Yes, yes. And so I ask about fashion, but instead, yes. Yes. because you are a guru of interior design, oh. <laughs> I want to ask you about that instead, because it's your lane, and it, I yeah. think it has a lot to do with, it has style. Yes, yeah. So yeah. we normally ask, what's your favorite fashion trend? I'm going to ask, what is your like, this is a must-have? A must-have? <laughs> Texture. Oh. I think is a must-have layered texture Mm. in things. So whether it be different materials or uh, like fabrics or Mm -hmm. different materials that you're building with, I think whatever it it is, you have to think texture, layered texture to create depth. You're going to have to put pictures of the church that you you just did on Instagram so people can see. (laughs) You are. I mean, it's like great. Like you walk and you're like, who designed this? You're like, I did. How did you have time? Uh, I know I nailed it when the 17 and 18 year olds walk in and they're like, oh my gosh, now this is something I want to invite my friends to. Oh, I'm like, now thank it. the Lord. If I can make the That's 17 right. and 18 year olds think it's cool. And they want to invite their friends yeah. to because we're not, it's not a traditional, yeah, it's not brown yeah. church, like what you would think of a church. Yeah. Then it's super cool and homey at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. So Thanks. layers, textures, layers, layers and texture. Got it. That's what I would say about interior design. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, we were all at home a lot more, so. And we are. Good advice. We are a lot. <laughs> yes. At yeah. Home. Thanks for joining us. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> Hey ladies, I hope you enjoyed your time today. And if you want more, head over to creativewoman.net or follow us on social media for a dose of faith and fashion every Tuesday and Thursday with our weekly online devotionals. Well, all right, friends, if you like the show, help others find us too by hitting the subscribe button and giving us a review. Plus, you'll be the first to know when a new episode is available. Well, thanks for listening today. I hope it inspired you to take a dream step towards your guide size dream and share your story too. This has been the Creative Woman Podcast, and I'm your host, Heather Frierson. Well, hey, Dana. <laughs> we have to start because we can't start laughing. Okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Take two. Take two. Okay. Take two. <laughs>
<laughs> this is bloopers real. This is why we can't sit by each other. <laughs> I should do this way. We should do a Zoom call. Go back home and let's just let me just do a Zoom call. Okay, okay, okay I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat>